1: Visit a Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Tom Brady's day off ended up in the same place as it always does. The football field. Joe Cool feeling the heat in Cincinnati. And how much would an Aaron Judge home run ball be worth to you? All of that over the next 60 minutes on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome aboard on this Wednesday, Aaron. Remember back in the day when Nolan Richardson's Arkansas Razorbacks would give them 40 minutes of hell in college basketball? Remember those days? Of course. Yes, we're going to give you 60 minutes of hell right here on Fox Sports Radio. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Would you be Selling Aaron Judge's home run ball. We'll talk about that in about 20 minutes or so. But we start, Aaron, where a lot of the conversations start in sports talk radio, especially during the football season and especially when Tom Brady is in the news. We start in Tampa. I thought that today was supposed to be the day where Tom Brady can kick up the feet, maybe do some stuff at home, spend time with the family. But that was not the case. And, in fact, the reports out of Tampa were that Tom Brady was feeling so good after that win against the Saints on Sunday that he didn't need the day off today, that he ended up showing up at Buccaneers practice going through their workouts as they have a showdown with the Green Bay Packers coming up on Sunday. Felt so good after
5: that game where he smashed an iPad uh, in a fit of rage. Was it was that the same game that you're talking (laughs) about?
4: The one jawing with Marshawn Lattimore and that uh, that subsequent argument got Mike Evans suspended. Yeah.
5: Okay, okay, Yeah. No, a little bit of a uh, you know, that that, uh, you know, that sounded like it came straight from Brady's PR team there, Dan. Um, It's interesting. You know, it's interesting, and and listen, this is, I guess in some ways, the fun part of what we do, but also not a fun part in that we kind of have to speculate on things that we really, frankly, have no business speculating on, where my first reaction is probably the same reaction as most people is, uh, you know, didn't listen to his wife, doesn't care, all about football, everything that Giselle has said in every interview that she's done is coming to fruition, Uh, and I know he'll speak to the media at some point, I know there may be a very logical reason as to why he felt the need to show up, including a bunch of new wide receivers that are going to be in in the field, uh, in the fold, excuse me, on Sunday. But man, oh man, oh man, for a guy who we feel like his uh, marriage is on the rocks, this is not the move that uh, I would have made if I was Tom Brady.
4: Why do you think Tom Brady showed
5: up today? That's a thousand dollar question, right? I mean, I I think we're all trying to figure it out. Uh, You know, let me, uh, I, I think it's a few things, right? It could be a perfectly logical football thing of what I just said. Mike Evans is suspended yeah uh, the offense you know the whole offense is just banged up around him he needs to get timing and precision and all that with all the young guys but listen I mean doesn't the the TMZ part of our brain immediately default to the opposite of you know this is to to, to do it in in spite of Giselle in spite of what may or may not have been uh demands in the relationship I don't know what do you think because I've read a bunch of you know reports and I can't come to anything conclusive I think
4: extremely uh the the former in it i don't think it's a tmz portion of it i think it's exactly what you said about this team and the buccaneers and their opponent that they're playing and who is all available but i think that that it it may seem simple but i think it's a bigger issue that instead of just you wanted to be there for the team how many times have has anybody who's you know driving in their car listening on the iHeart app right now? How many times have you actually had to take a vacation day and Great call. erase it? Because guess what. Three people were out sick in the office. You needed to go in because somebody need you know, needed you to step up or they needed the oh, help. And you didn't wanna but- let you didn't wanna let the other people have to deal with all the workload. So even though you're on vacation, three other people had to be off because they caught a flu bug. You're like, you know what? I'm just I'm going to go into the right. office. We just don't have enough we just don't have enough people I'm going in. That happens all the time and that's what I think is happening with Tom Brady. But, but let th- me
5: jump in though. Okay, let go me ahead. jump in though. I thought you were going to go the opposite direction. How many times have you had some sort of work commitment you being the proverbial you and your wife says the opposite? You got to go – you know, our kid's sick. Uh, The dog just ate something and has to go to the the ER. And you have to sacrifice your time, your work, your this, your that for family time because that's where I thought you were going, and I I, I think that is where – um, again, not to TMZ eyes this this entire conversation, but you know I, I think that's where people, when we don't have the facts, would sit there and say, "I get that you're playing Green Bay this weekend. I get that it's go- you're going head to head with Aaron Rodgers for potentially the final time in your career. But if you made this commitment to your family, and we don't know all the details, all we know is Todd Bowles told us that he wasn't going to be there on Wednesdays. Sometimes you do have to make that sacrifice. Sometimes you do have to give up that Wednesday practice with all those new wide receivers. I'm not saying he should or shouldn't, but I. I thought you were actually going to go in the opposite direction, no. Dan, of sometimes we all got to take L's in our lives for the good of our family, our kids, our wife, our pet, our whatever.
4: I think their game plan and the people that they've got in their game plan without Mike Evans, uh, likely without Chris Godwin – Still don't know Julio Jones's status. Without those guys, you got to figure out something else to do. You got to figure out something else to do against Green Bay. Something different that you did against New Orleans when you had Mike Evans, or something different than you had against the Cowboys when you had all three of those pass catchers. That's why I think that he's theirs. There's there's work to make up. There's work to do, but again, football ends up trumping home, and football also seems to trump health in this sort of situation. And this is where I think it is a bigger deal than just Tom Brady showing up saying, you know, like, hey, all right, we're just going to we're going to do this work. We're playing the you know, we're, we're playing the Falcons. No disrespect to the Falcons, although I completely disrespected the Falcons right there, <laughs> but no disrespect to the Falcons. We got the Falcons. Tom Brady maybe takes off today. But you got the Green Bay Packers coming in, you know, a team that you beat in the NFC Championship just a couple of seasons ago, a team that you're likely going to be, uh, you know, maybe squaring off in the playoffs, maybe battling for home field. Whatever goes down the stretch, Green Bay now comes to town and it's a game that things are are, are a little bit different with your receiving core and are, it's a little bit more important. But you know what this also ends up telling me, Aaron, is that it still is always about football. Yeah, It is no, always agree. about football because there is always a game that is more important than another. And it's, you know, it, it, it even reminded me a bit of Pete Rose when hey, Pete Rose bet on his team, you know, but what about the days that he didn't Would the other guy say? And then you're like, oh, OK, well, maybe he doesn't have confidence. Yeah, Tom Brady showing up to practice with this important game tells us that all right maybe the Buccaneers aren't ready but that he's still in football mode that he's willing to put everything else aside to make sure that what's best for the football team is there and and he's there. And I think it's a I think it's a bigger deal. I think if they're if they are playing the Falcons, if they are maybe, you know, playing Carolina, they're playing the Bears, they're playing the Seahawks. Maybe he has that day off, but I think it's different because it's Green Bay and the pieces that they're missing. And that then tells me, Aaron, that football is still number 1. Like, you know, yeah. like like uh, above all, like maybe you can slide by all of this and say, all right, yeah, when we play the Falcons and the Seahawks, we don't need to to have those games. But when 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 rubber hits the road, the big games are the ones that he cares about. And that's really, really what he cares about. And Tom Brady showed up today and it's about football. And, it, and by the way, the, the whole explanation of Tom Brady showing up to practice was that Tom Brady felt good. Tom Brady felt much better. It wasn't just a veteran day off sort of thing. He actually felt good. Well, I'm curious to see what's going to happen over the next couple of Wednesdays uh, throughout the season as maybe the schedule for the Buccaneers gets a little bit easier.
5: One thing, though, that I, I do think, doesn't it speak to what we talked about when we were in this spot on Monday, is that it is incredible, and we were obviously reacting to the Mike Evans stuff, it just feels like there's something weird going on in Tampa. Like, it, it just does. And, and, and I go back to what I've said, what, what my Saturday partner Jason Martin said a few weeks ago is, you know, this is a guy that for 20-plus years was able to literally block out every distraction imaginable. And now the last six months, I mean, you have the retirement, you have the unretirement, you have the lead up to the season where he leaves, you have the reports of strife at home, you have the Mike Evans situation, you have the Bruce Arian situation, you have him being told that he doesn't have to practice on Wednesdays, then he shows up. It just feels like something weird is going on. And listen, you know, in the 30,000 foot view of his entire career, You know, this is just going to be a blip on the radar. It doesn't matter. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. But in the moment right now, I don't know, man. It just feels like there's a lot of chaos, a lot of disorganization within that organization. And I think it starts with number 12. And that's something that I never really thought that I was going to say uh, about Tom Brady. And I really feel like he is at the center of all this chaos.
4: Being the guy that causes it instead of being the guy that can erase those sort of things. I, I think it's... It's it's why I said it on, on this show of Bayer, tours and friends earlier this week, but I do believe that the Niners and Tom Brady in twenty twenty three is becoming more and more realistic. And the reason that I say that, I'm not trying to bring that, that take up again, but it just is so apparent that football is number one. I mean, you, you can't give up a Wednesday. I mean, if you're honestly if you're if you're feeling good. You know you're, you're 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 feeling good. You're feeling all right, but still, you know what? This game this game's important. It's it's very important to the Buccaneers. Packers are coming to town. A lot of eyes are going to be on that uh, on that game. It was not enough to keep Tom Brady away, and he he can't stay away. And that's why I don't think that 2023 is out of the equation because he just can't stay away. And he may be the the, the root of all these problems. These injuries, I'm sure, were the reason why he is there. Uh, to get all these guys in and, and get them into the game plan, but yeah, it's just it's a different feel. They had a wacky off season, and it's continuing in the regular season. So I can see where you're coming from, Tom Brady being the root of some of these problems.
5: Well, yeah, and it's funny because I go back to that first year in Tampa two years ago. And it was so – and it, they didn't start well. You know, we all know they were 7-5 and five going into the back stretch of the season. But but the, it was such like a happy – everybody was so happy. The, the Brady was happy to be doing something new. You know, the Bucks players were happy to, to have them there. I mean, I remember – who. I don't know if it was Mike Evans or who it was, but somebody basically saying, you know, I can't believe I'm catching passes from Tom Brady. And it just seemed like even when things weren't going well, it was like, man, these guys just it, – it's a cool vibe around them Gronks there all that stuff and now I look at it I I don't get that it's a cool vibe at all I get I and again this is armchair analysis but this is part of what we do I get the sense that there's tension in that building. I get the sense that there's confusion. It's almost like we talk about this all the time with different sorts of athletes, and I'm not going to compare one to the other, but, you know, when the whole Deshaun Watson thing was going on and everybody on the Browns had to keep answering questions on his behalf, again, not comparing what Deshaun Watson did to this situation exactly with Tom Brady, but now you have all these guys in the locker room, where's Tom, you know, Two, three weeks ago, where's Tom? Why isn't he here? Do you guys have any insight? Todd Bowles has to answer those questions. Now there's the Mike Evans situation. Now guys are going to be asked, oh, Tom was in the building today. I thought he wasn't here. What's the deal? I'm just saying maybe it means nothing, but it's just it's just one of those where it just feels like the good vibes and everybody was so happy uh, early on in that run when Tom Brady first got there. I don't get the sense that there's that joy and excitement of in the building that there was two years ago when he first arrived.
4: And it's translated to game day. Uh, let me check my notes. Oh, Buccaneers are two and zero with road wins over well, the Cowboys and Saints. No, I get. Well, I don't. Let, what you're let me ju- No, no,
5: no. But let me jump in on that really quick because I was thinking about that. Is <laughs> you know, yes, they beat the Cowboys, but obviously Dak got hurt, um, and then the the Saints game. I mean, yes, they, they won in New Orleans for the first time, uh, you know, in the regular season since he got there. But it was 3-3 to going into the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? It wasn't as though they, they ran away with the game and they were up 20 to nothing and, and kind of, you know, held on at the end. So they're 2-0. and I don't. They, I don't think they've looked great by any stretch of the imagination. Now the Superdome at full capacity isn't. Go, go ahead. Dan, I would just
4: say it. that their offense hasn't looked great because exactly. their defense is the reason fair. why they're two and zero. That's fair. yeah, totally that's fair. the reason. And Dak got hurt late in the game against the Cowboys. He wasn't doing anything when he was healthy anyway, except burning for his life. He's Aaron <laughs> Torres. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Radio, a Bayer Torres and friends episode.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at six p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
0: app.
3: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown, and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate
2: Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast-to-coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going especially for games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com.
3: And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
2: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just
3: $199. Go to trustandwill.com for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com crshow show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com crshow show.
5: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey, That's be my,
5: my game, <laughs>
4: He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer, a Beyer, Torres, and Friends episode here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Tyrex.com studios. Get Aaron on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres. I don't know. People may not know my Twitter handle, Aaron. It's at Dan Beyer on Fox. And I need to let them know because I sent out a tweet that has gotten zero response. It was my Tom Brady (laughs) 49ers. I I, I wondered. I even checked an hour later. I'm like, did that tweet go through? And then, unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, Aaron, yes, it did. So, it's just nobody at all wanted to respond to it whatsoever we'll just maybe keep everybody was the galaxy
5: maybe everybody was mad that they hadn't thought of it first did you ever think of that
4: um sure but those people will also say like that's a dumb idea You know, Because they don't want to admit that they admitted it first. And then there's people who just think it's a dumb idea, period, where I didn't even get uh, that from people. So that was great. Anyway, you can always reach us on social media. Monty Bolaños will be with us uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour to give us the latest of what is happening today. What happened last night is Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run of the season. Yankees beat the Pirates 9-8. Judge now one away from tying Roger Maris for the American League mark in single-season home runs. And it's actually what happened when the ball landed that has us talking here on Fox Sports Radio because 20-year-old Michael Kessler was the one who grabbed the home run ball for Aaron Judge and said, you know what? I'm giving it back to Aaron. This is uh, this is his sort of, uh, this is his baseball. This is not mine to have. Michael Kessler gave the ball back to Aaron Judge The gift pack uh, that that was included in this was a meet-and-greet with Judge, got a photo with the Yankee Slugger as well, a signed bat, not the one that Judge used to hit the home run, but a different bat, and then I believe it was four baseballs signed by Aaron Judge, according to reports. Is that enough for you to give that ball back to Aaron Judge if you were to get that in return?
5: So what makes it tough is – when you have the direct interaction with the player himself, right? Like if it's the team that comes to you and says, "Hey, we want the ball," then he could play a little hardball. If I'm a Yankees fan, I don't want to, you know, gouge Aaron Judge in the middle of, a, you know, a historic run. But to answer your question directly, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like he, you know, he could have gotten a little bit more out of him. But again, if that's his favorite player or whatever, I don't know what you Here, do, Dan Byers. Here's what
4: I think is happening, and I just don't think that they can say it, and they don't want to say it. I I think they also gave him money. You think so? I think I really think so because of of just how valuable this could be. Like I get that it's Aaron Judge it has to be right, but what's what's twenty grand to the Yankees? You know, you give that's what I mean. Yeah, like like it's 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 absolutely nothing. You maybe don't want to publicize it. You don't want to sit there and say, "All right, then we'll do it for a hundred grand and get into a, a a bidding war." But I don't think that there is any way because you know what. It the, the what he got in return is not even close to the value of that. That's what baseball. I mean. Yes, like it is. It is. It's not. So I think that they give. I I think that they give him. I think that they give money, and they. I I believe Michael Kessler got money. No one's reporting it, but that's what I think happens. Because that's the only way that you I think could feel good about it. I mean, there's a report that that when he if he breaks Maris's mark that. Whatever the last home run ball is going to be is going to be about a million dollars. That's what. Yeah. So so like, how can you sit there and say, well, here are four random Aaron Judge baseballs? <laughs> now you got a go, cool picture for your medal. Yeah, yeah, and a bat that you'll hang up. But w- like with the balls, like you go sell them on eBay, then you got to go through all that crap, and and you, yeah, I and mean, like it just it doesn't make any sense. I just think I think that you have to at least like I would I would. I don't think they want to publicize it again, and that's why I, I don't think we're hearing about it. But you give him 10 grand or you give him 20 grand, I think it makes the situation good, and I think it, it really helps out the 20 year old and makes the 20 year old feel like he made the right decision.
5: Well this looks like a a group of of young guys that went to the game and they grabbed these guys before the game was over. So you know, if there was a parent there, see this is why you kids you got to you know, you don't want to bring your parents to the ballpark but it's for reasons exactly like this because I'm telling you if there was mom or dad right there, there's no way they're getting away with just getting a couple autographed baseballs and a bat. But I'm with you man and and again, you know, you don't want to price gouge uh, Aaron Aaron Judge your your hero here, but at the same time it's like I don't know man. I you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of just like I it feels like the Yankees it's almost their due diligence to step up, right? Like like you know, I can't even imagine um how much the team has made off ticket sales and merchandise and this and that in the lead up to this game in the lead up to this, you know, what we believe will be ultimately a historic home run record. I would hope that the, the Yankees are willing to step up and kind of afford people financially, give them a nice little uh, side check for whatever home run ball 60, 61, 62, on and on will provide.
4: I think it's a bad look when you hold a player hostage. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 John Ramos, would you, do you think what Michael Kessler, the 20 year old kid who got the home run ball, do you think it's sufficient enough yes. for what the Yankees gave him?
6: I do. In fact, I actually don't think. It needs to be, for me, the 62nd home run ball that would get you anything, to be honest with you. I don't think a 60 or 61. What they did was was actually more than I think they should do for just a ball that equals something. I think it needs to be a, a ball that breaks of the record for you to get so, something quick, extended. Ramos. So, then.
5: Ramos, if you caught 62 and they offered you four baseballs in a, in a bat, you would just flat out say No.
6: I think that would be underappreciated for what you did. But yes. sixty, you're good with it. Sixty, uh, that should be enough for me. Yeah. They might, the only thing I would ask for, if if I had to, if it was just me, would be like maybe season tickets for maybe like yeah. the, or, or get tickets for the rest of the season, maybe not the next year. If I got to sixty second ball. I would ask yeah. for tickets for the next season, like a whole season. Yeah, chance. yeah. That's when extortion season starts.
5: <laughs> I, I'm not. Uh, that, that was kind of my thought too. Should. Is I, I don't know what sixty is worth, but I I darn know well what sixty two is worth. Yeah, it ain't worth four baseballs That's and bat. Right. That's all I'm saying.
4: And and there's there's a price to pay to not have to go through a public bidding war. True. Right? Like there there like there is a, there is a price to pay, and it's not four signed baseballs. That's why I think like it's it's too clean for me, especially in this day and age when when baseball cards are back in in you know the the mainstream and and limited editions and one of ones and autographed and game used jerseys cards you know jersey cards and all of that like this is this is the true authentic memorabilia. This isn't P- Panini saying let's just make one of one of this card, put it in a pack that's going to cost five thousand dollars and let people treat them like scratch off tickets because that's what it's kind of becoming this is like so authentic because it, it it means something that i think there's got to be some money involved because you just can't you just can't end up giving up that sort of money and, I, and, I, and i'll also say this at what point at what point do you end up having like like if you're in the pile of like, you're in the pile of people that are looking for the bas- for the baseball. At what point do you just give up and be like, all right, I'm not the third or fourth person by this this ball. I've just got to get off the pile. Because if you're seven or eight, there's no way you're getting the baseball. Well, Michael Kessler gets the baseball. And I just feel that the Yankees have probably given him something on the side uh, to make it good. He is Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Radio. Beyer, Torres, and friends hanging out on a Wednesday. Get Monty on Twitter at Monty Bolaños. Find Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Joe Burrow, Aaron, Mm -hmm. uh, said today that uh, they mean business in Cincinnati. This mm. is what he. This is this is uh, what he said in talking about his social media accounts. Well, what's
3: great is I don't have Twitter, or Instagram right now, so I've seen none of it. We are uh, focused on what's going on in there. I'm sure it's not a very good reaction, uh, <laughs> but I think it'll be a different reaction as we get going here.
0: Is he temporary dark mode
3: again? <laughs> um, I haven't had it for a while. If I. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. How do
0: you do that? What do you do? You just block it,
3: you block it, or just
5: delete it off the phone.
3: So you don't have those apps on your phone at all,
5: right? Correct. (laughs) Can we, um, can we stop acting like this is some sort of heroic behavior to delete stuff? Like, so I, you know, not to get too much into my personal life, but I literally delete Twitter and Instagram off my phone every day, first thing in the morning. I go on, check it, and then if I need to use it for work purposes, I go on a laptop and post what I need to post. And then I stay off of social media because it's distracting. Good for you. I know. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not like trying to be heroic about it. It's just, it's a very distracting thing that can take away from what you need to do. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think that Joe Burrow was like trying to be heroic about it or anything like that. I mean, I guess he was asked a question he had to answer it, but yeah, I, I would say, I mean, again, we talked about it with Tom Brady 20 minutes ago. I mean, isn't that what you do this time of year whether it's good whether it's bad you block out the distractions
4: yes yeah you, you you try to and what what i find is interesting is because of what you just said was there were like three follow up questions from reporters because everyone in the media cannot get off twitter mm-hmm. so it was like this foreign concept of like wait how do you do that wait what what <laughs> wait wait what do you do how do you do it and and then what we come to find out is that joe deleted it from his phone well, that doesn't mean you've deleted your account. So yeah. Joe Burrow tweeted actually on September thirteenth, which was an ad. Like it was an ad for both speakers, a sponsor. Sure. And then prior to that, it was June twenty seventh. So there is there is the difference of I'm deleting at Joey B and allowing all the Joey B's in the uh the world to be able to maybe get that username at some point. And then there's just deleting the app off of your phone. And that's what I that that's Kind of what you do because yeah. it's not on your phone. I know exactly where Twitter is. My thumb like is directed to it. I think I've actually gotten you know arth uh, arthritis because of the far <laughs> reach. I really should do a better job of of putting the Twitter app in a better spot on my phone. But I I actually am not gonna I'm not gonna rain on Joe Burrow's parade and all of this because the guy's been sacked 13 times this season sure the Bengals are zero two and that's the sort of stuff that you kind of kind of try to do I I actually actually applaud in a way um you know even when LeBron would be like you know what like we're we're going we're going dark NBA playoffs like Mm -hmm. all right now here's your focus maybe it's something you can dabble in and have fun you use that you know you use that as fun throughout the regular season but when the playoffs come about it's focus it may be cosmetic but, heck, how many times have you been caught on Twitter, Aaron, before you deleted it from your phone and it's 10.08 and you're sitting on the couch and you go through Twitter, you go through Twitter, and obviously you look up and it's 10.47. Sure. And and that's the stuff that, listen, when you're an 0 2 football team and you're trying to focus on stuff, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. You don't want to get down to TikTok. I hope he's deleted TikTok as well because that's my killer right now. What, what if he was just like, yeah, you know, I, I'm really locking in.
5: Uh, Twitter's gone. Instagram's gone. Still keep Facebook, though, to uh, keep
4: <laughs> up with grandma well, he, and grandpa. Yeah, he needs it for the birthdays. That's what he yeah. needs to know. Like, <laughs> that that's would like, be funny. Yeah, like, let's He's, not be ridiculous, Aaron. That's yeah. why you need to keep Facebook.
5: That would be funny if he was like, yeah, you know, Pinterest, man. You know, I just, uh, when I get home from the facility, I don't know what to cook. I got to keep Pinterest, boys and girls. So um, it, it, it is interesting. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it to me, uh, it, it, yeah, I, I think a couple things. One, um, it, uh, this doesn't strike me as the same as like when LeBron would just go zero dark thirty uh, during the playoffs. Two, uh, it is funny, right? Like, like I think, like you said those of us in the media spend way too much time on social media as it is now part of it is our job all that um but i also i I also like you know i'll say this is like when i do this show or put together my own show or whatever rundowns etc i try to make sure i'm not a prisoner of the moment and and only talking about stuff that's on social media because i think a lot of people like you said in our business we kind of have to be on it but at the same time it's like there's a lot of people that really have no idea what's going on until they get in the car turn on fox sports radio turn on the tv when they get home stuff like
4: that my followers wish i deleted twitter that is that is true uh he's Aaron torres i'm dan Bayer. this is fox sports radio Today's show is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. It's an end of an era in one Major League Baseball city, an era that I can't believe happened. We'll talk about it next year on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. What's up? I'm John Wall.
5: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari.
3: We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater.
4: Fox Sports Radio, I'm Dan Bayer. He's Aaron Torres. John Ramos, Jason Stewart, Monty Bolaños hanging out as well. Here on the network, a Beyer, Torres, and Friends episode that comes to you thanks to AutoZone. AutoZone is the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We like to bring in everybody in this final segment of this show that is now three days running. And uh, we've got Jason Stewart. We've got John Ramos. We've got Monty Bolaños at the news desk and and Aaron and I as well. The the Dayton Moore era in Kansas City is over today. And I know that this is not a hot topic on sports talk radio, but it's pretty big deal in Kansas City because he was the guy who helped the kansas city royals and built the franchise and built the team that ended up going to -to back-to-back world series and ending up winning the 2015 world series and aaron we were talking earlier today on the doug gottlieb show on fox sports radio just about about those those seasons that the royals had and the great success and they were i mean you know the, the giants had a great performance an epic performance from Madison Bumgarner to win that uh, 2014 series but then in 2015 they go and they they beat the Mets and it's it's crazy to me like that I look at all of the major sports and I'm talking college I'm talking college football I'm talking college basketball like the oddity of the Kansas City Royals winning a world series in 2015 just sticks out like a sore thumb it's not meant to be bad towards Kansas City but in the age of when the Dodgers are dominating the Astros are doing whatever they're doing and you got the Red Sox and the Yankees and these teams even more so than the Nationals winning because the Nationals had all of these you know first overall picks with Bryce Harper and Steven Strasberg in all of sports that 2015 Kansas City Royals World Championship is the one that just stands out so that that like that's to me like I want I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the championships that just, you know, are just oddities or one that's just like, man, I never never thought that would actually happen, and it actually did happen. Is there any one for you, Aaron, college hoops maybe, NFL? Well, I'll give you – I'll just be quick on the
5: first one because it is college hoops, my alma mater, UConn, winning in 2014 with Kevin Ollie as the head coach, uh, fired three years later because he was terrible. So that, that was one that comes to mind. But the other one is – How about the Eagles winning that Super Bowl like four years ago? Like, it was just – they were awesome, and then all of a sudden it completely fell apart, and then Doug Peterson was gone, and Nick Foles was gone, and Carson Wentz was gone, and Carson Wentz didn't play in the Super Bowl, but he's never been the same since. It's just – it just completely defies any logic at all, Uh, and obviously we know the Eagles are starting to build back up with Jalen Hurts, but it was just so random, and it just ended in the snap of a finger.
4: Yeah, and I don't know (sighs) – you know Carson Wentz was having that great season, but still, even leading up to that season, I'm sure we're probably talking about the Patriots and the other teams, and you know the Saints or other squads that that could have contended. And I don't know if we ever had the Eagles. And it sure, totally, absolutely feels like a like a one off sort of thing. Jason Stewart, Monty Bolaños, John Ramos. Uh, you, uh, you guys, have any titles, Monty? Any that pop into your head that are just weird one-offs?
0: Yeah, when the Nationals won. Yeah,
4: the Nationals. Nash- <laughs> no, no home team won the game that series.
0: Yeah, and you know the Dodgers were expected to win or at least make it to the World Series, and then we got knocked off by the Nationals, and then they went on to win, and now look at them now. Yes, <laughs> completely blown up.
4: <laughs> Talk about like a build that just ended up crumbling. Yeah, like that—that that was like a slow build. And then you reach the mountaintop, and then everything now just falls flat. I think baseball is the uh, the one sport that fits this category most,
5: just because I think the Braves were the sixth seed last year. I think the Nationals were the sixth seed. So it's not necessarily that the champion of the league as much as the champion of
4: October. They were the best team in the tournament. Yeah. And I, I think that's a disgrace, by the way. That's a different <laughs> conversation for a different <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Well, you know, they're, they're, they're not like the Giants who are the class of the National League. I think we can all agree. i Come on. <laughs> Uh, 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 John Ramos is there a there a championship? Yeah, I
6: know they had a lot of big names like Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili and and, and Parker and so like that. But for some reason, I don't even remember any of this championships <laughs> the Spurs won. <laughs> like they just seem to win like a lot. They won what five, right, Dan? They won five. Yes, yes. and yet they I don't even remember should've what won. years they were. No, should
4: have would have coulda six if it's not for a Ray Allen three in the corner. It's it's funny. I, I'm talking about a one-off Royals and a one-off Nationals. We bring up, and John Ramos has got five <laughs> of the NBA titles that the Spurs ended up uh, ended up winning. Randomly winning. Do you know any other teams the Spurs played in those finals? Uh, the Nets. Yes, that was that was one of them. The um, Heat. Yep, that's two. That's it. That's all, all right. I they did play the Knicks in uh 99. I think it was the uh the strike-shortened year. So there the
5: Pistons was in 05. Yeah, Pistons
4: in 05. Yep, Pistons in 05 and then the Cavaliers in 2007. Oh, good. So
5: I got another one, Dan. How about Florida State winning that random national championship under Jimbo Fisher? program sort of falls apart right after that he goes to texas a&m and he's he's made a hundred million dollars based on being a national championship winning coach and uh, we see how that's working out for texas a&m so far i
4: I would give you that i would just say this they made it back to the playoff the next year true in the first year made it to the playoff the next year because it was the first year of the playoff and, and I just, like, the Florida State 90s sure. sort of, like, that that portion of it, that run, and then the 2000 win that they had, and Chris Winkie. Like, so they were enough. So, like, in in my life, like, Florida State being good, like, even the Royals, like, I used, and I thought about it, I'm like, I remember when the Royals actually won in 85 when they beat the Cardinals in, in the World Series, and Brett Sabereggen, uh, you know, was, was the star of, of that, is... Uh, as Don Denkinger was as well for uh for the wrong reasons for the St. Louis Cardinals. But I even like think of, I think of the Minnesota Twins titles like in 87 sure. and 91. And uh, like if the Twins would win one, I think that would be a one-off for them as well. I'll even say this I never thought that the Bucs would actually win one. So you were <laughs> talking about UConn and your teams, my teams, and the Bucs actually winning one in the NBA. Yeah, it's it's uh that was even as a fan of the team, that was an oddity. All right, this is Fox Sports Radio live from the TireRacket.com studios. He's here in Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Uh, sometimes those stories are great. Um, it's even better if they topple Goliath, though, as well along the way. And I think what happens with the Royals is you kind of get mixed up because oh, the Mets were good for a while, then they were bad again. Like you forget that they even you know played the Mets in that World Series. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. We expect Tom Brady to be back at work again tomorrow. We'll be back at work again here. For Aaron Torres, I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Radio.
5: Whether it's your first time betting,